welcome to MBS Show, episode number 341. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Charlie. Hello, Norman. Hello, Doc. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? Tired, and I think I might have gotten a cold slash recovering. Uh, let's just say that traveling does make your body feel tired. Hmm, yes, well, try organizing a convention. That will make your body tired as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I heard what? You're a potato? No, no, not potato. You're a pancake. <laughs> yeah, pancake. It was uh, quite, a, quite a rough week, I must say. A really eventful rough week. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. It was last week, right? That happened? The convention? Yeah, it was last week. Wow. Time flies. Yeah, one week ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, gonna do what we did for... SiponiCon and no news, just a con experience. So, from your point of view, Doc, how did it happen? Like, uh, when did all the things really started happening? Because uh, I came in on the Friday, which is the 16th, and I remember you guys telling me that you're not allowed to go to the uh, convention space and do the decorations, something like that. So for this convention, um, it really started, I would say, like for reals, when, when I started doing stuff, uh, it started on Thursday. To be fair, I had to fetch uh, friends from the airport. They're a little bit more international than it seems because the core team members, they're people from Brunei, they're people from Thailand. So uh, in, in all courtesy, I go and pick them up starting from Thursday and carry forward to con preparation on Friday all the way up to the event itself on Saturday. Uh, unlike in 2016, uh, this time we do not get any setup time for uh, for the convention. In 2016, we had the night before where we can decorate the place and arrange the furniture and all that stuff. Uh, this year, we were only given about two hours before the event to set up. So you can imagine that. That, that, that is a little bit of a doozy. <laughs> all right. So Thursday, after picking up some friends, getting things together, uh, Friday was the real, like, the late work uh, day. We had to prepare the badges for the con. I believe, if you remember, there was a tweet about that. Oh, yeah, I saw that and I commented, Hey, my name, my name! <laughs> yeah, you saw your name there, that's right. So uh, we had the printing, actually, when, yeah, I think the printing was already done, like, uh, on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. So... The, uh, the ticket designs were already, but we had to label the uh, pre-registers. Surprisingly, a large number, if you include the... Uh, y- y- you see, the thing about this convention is that we make friends every year, right? So we kind of know uh, who will be coming for sure, and we prepared their name. Not everybody has uh, like pre-registered and given us the details online, but we know that they will be there anyway, so we prepared the badges with the prints ahead of them. Nice. That's what I like about the convention. It's like um, we already know that hey, you're gonna be there, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna get things ready for you, even though you didn't like did the online. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was a good one because the stark contrast for this, like um, 2016, I saw like 50 plus pre-registrations, and then this this year it was more like more like 15, I think. Oh wow, like that. that that is a very small number. I was not expecting that. Yeah, but. But at the back of my head, I already need, I already know that this is not the true number. Um, these jokers does just don't want to pre-register, but they will be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I I think you can say that this is the benefit of a small con. Yeah, you, you yeah, know people yeah, exactly. are coming, so it's like okay, exactly. I just gonna... 
you just said what's on my mind. The benefits of a small con, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> official official numbers is at hundred and six, um, but wow. I think that's a very comfortable number. Uh, not very different from twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen. Yeah, so around I, there. It's about hundred plus. I have to say, um, having a hundred plus people attending a convention is kind of okay. Okay, uh, it's not going to be hitting BronyCon numbers or even uh, Everfree West numbers, but I think the convention that we had was kind of a more homey roomy kind of. It was personal, for lack of a better word. All right, that is exactly the uh the the type of convention I was aiming for, and I believe we've managed to hit that goal perfectly. I've been through the feedback uh, on some social media, and and well, um, the one of the nicer ones is like, hey, this is like um not like an ACG event. It felt so different. It felt so cozy and roomy and and friendly yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what i was aiming for i'm really happy to to see that comment that was fun that was fun so um friday you couldn't set up so basically uh this was more uh, background work like uh, yeah. putting the labels and the names anything else yeah uh we, we put the labels on the tickets we uh, put them in plastic card holders we put them on lanyards um that was that was the core thing that we had to do. Uh, then we had to do some other like con preparation. Um, we were supposed to buy ourselves the lunch, okay, and then carry forward to Saturday. But uh, due to time management issues, we were not able to do that. But <laughs> honestly, right? In all honesty, uh, I feel like buying lunch would have been quote unquote a disaster happening because. You got no place to keep it, and then the food oh. might go bad. No, no, no. We had the ice box ready, actually. Um, yeah, the ice, ice packet was there ready, but it's just that we didn't have the time to go to. But still, I mean, you were at a mall, and it was a pretty good mall because at the mall, you guys had uh, a few good restaurants here and there, but the most important one was A&W because, <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> oh, they also had a Burger King, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fast food is the, the, the food of choice for conventions. Yeah, but but you know, in all honesty, A&W, bro. Like, A&W. Hey, actually, you're right. Because uh, day one, we had A&W for lunch, and day two, we had Burger King for lunch. Yeah. So. But like, yeah. like I mentioned, like you, for me personally, I feel like you don't really need to have the, uh, whatchamacallit, lunch ready ahead of time. Maybe you could have, okay, let's say if you really wanted to help the guys out by buying food, you could have a gopher. Uh, taking orders and ask what do you want. Um, limited to cheeseburgers or coney dogs, and there we go. I mean, still the food will be warm and same result. But hey, uh, what's done is done. Well, in addition to the foods, well, uh, you think about the computer stuff. Like uh, I had to go through the panelist applications, had to see through some slides. Then I also had to ah uh, register. No, sorry, the charity sale. I had to prepare for that as well because um, yeah. Let me just tell you this, Norman. Like. Even becoming a vendor at uh, any convention, it's something like a specialist or a special role already. Like, you want to sell stuff. To do it properly, uh, I believe you need to inventory, you have to prepare change. Even doing that itself, it's taking up a lot of your time. And it's it's not easy if you want to you know, organize a convention where you want to do a sale. True, 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 true. Especially you need to have the, what you call the spreadsheet of price list yeah. and... Uh, small change for the customers and whatnot. Yeah, I understand. I understand. 
so, so well, uh, I I didn't do that very well. I, I I did that somewhat. I wish I could just put it this way. I wish I could have done better for that part, but um, it all turned out okay. It uh, yeah, the convention merch uh, was printed on time. And I had the inventory, and it turned out okay. <laughs> as long as everything turned out well, it was okay. I mean, you were you were running a convention at the same time too, so uh, people will give you some slack, man. Come on, like you're running a convention at the same time with doing the sales like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's why i'm doing two. oh i'm doing another thing as well i did the cosplay <laughs> i'm part of the cosplay yeah, yeah you, you're part of the cosplay i remember that one yeah i mean uh nobody really knows what you played but some people might already guess who you played but we're not gonna yeah. say it maybe the patrons will know <laughs> yeah yeah that's right <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, one of the pre-con prep I have to mention is uh, preparing the vendors as well. Uh, that took quite some work as well. Mm-hmm. I started the whole um, convention scene, as in before I started the whole convention scene, I was a vendor. So I kind of know what they go through mm-hmm. and I try to make the vending experience as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Meaning to say, um, before the con, I ask them, uh, would you like some pictures up on our website? We'll try to promote your stuff. Uh, would you like some choice of which booth that you would like? So I did all of that until uh, the venue changed from Workdown to VFS. That was yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Like, oh, remember, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, yes, you you know how it is, right? Like, just imagine everything was really like, okay, you're gonna go for this slot. You're gonna that guy is gonna go for that slot, and suddenly, like two weeks or three weeks before the event, I got the message that. They're going to close down. And everything <laughs> had to be changed. Oh my goodness. Thankfully, very thankfully, when uh, when I went there to the venue and said that, and they said that, okay, we're going to do banquet tables. Okay, that's easy. Then um, vendors know what banquet tables are. They know the measurements. And everybody gets one table. Yay. All right. All right. Like, I think we need to bring up the elephant in the room. And that was the venue change. And this this one was kind of a big deal because uh, it was plastered all over your website, posters, even at SiponyCon. And mm-hmm. I think there's even an FEQ about it. Like, was that there because people were asking or was that there to preemptively answer a question that people might have asked? It was the latter. It was to preemptively uh, prepare people for the question they might ask. Yeah. And man, like, suddenly, like, do you know what happened to them? Like, suddenly? You mean the previous venue? Yeah, wrecked grounds. Like, it got wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It's totally, like, uh, wrecked. <laughs> it's, it's like, renovated and there's totally zero. Uh, apparently, they had to move out um, for reasons of their own. Mm-hmm. They just had to move out and stop the business. So, uh, wow, they yeah, couldn't it's... even wait for you guys to get your things done first. Oh, wow. We were rather unlucky because they had a series of events uh, right up to ours, but uh, I think at our time, they were already stated to be out of the uh, premises. Mm. Even with the contract, that, that, that's just bad. Yeah, but okay, um, this is uh, business stuff, but uh, I would say that these people, even though that they cancelled on us, they were very kind enough to help us out even after the, uh, the cancellation. Mm. Yeah. Meaning to say, um, they were honest. You know, they gave the full refund. <laughs> All right, that's good. They even uh, borrowed us the projector. The projector used at the convention belongs to uh, Workgrounds. Oh, really now? 
yeah, yeah. So that I would say the best out of the um, three years of convention, uh, out of 2015, 16, or 18, I would say that these people uh, were the most uh, helpful. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. I mean, it's sad to hear that Workground had to close because from what I saw their place on their website before was pretty cozy and I had a general idea of how to set things up. But since it was closed down, we had to work with what we had to work with. I mean, there were many things that were worrisome uh, because Workground is a co-working space. We knew that internet wasn't going to be a problem. Everybody is going to get free Wi-Fi. Yay. But after that change, then uh, we don't get that. So we were worried about how we're going to get the uh, teleconference up. Uh, are we going to get internet for ourselves? Very luckily, like uh, we, we got there early and um, the tech team, <laughs> meaning Daniel and Chicken, <laughs> they tested the um, the Sunway Wi-Fi that was stable. Uh-huh. We tested on our own data plans mm-hmm. that was rather stable as well. So we decided to go with the uh, venue Wi-Fi, which turned out okay, I guess. But there was still a bit of scripts during the uh, teleconference. I, I think cannot can't be prevented. That's, yeah. that's how... I, I think we'll talk about that one later. So anything else? Like uh, you, you, this is what? Uh, day zero kind of operation stuff. Yeah, actually it was day minus one too. <laughs> but day zero is the correct term. Yes, we, 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 we prepared uh, lots of... Red, uh, what charity sales mm-hmm. getting the team together you know mm-hmm. and uh, important is the registration badges oh wow oh yeah I like... uh, okay let, let, let me just state right now that there was a moment of panic uh, during the uh, day one oh really when, when we were about to open registration because I had all the badges with me mm-hmm. but I've forgotten two most important things <laughs> uh, the big the big registration book okay and the uh the vendor signs. I, I, I left them I left them in the bag which I forgot to bring. Oh no. So, there was a scurry of oh, can we get someone to go and go and grab it and, 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 and if they do go, where do we find it? Like where 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 did I last leave it? But thank goodness I really have to thank um actually my family yeah. for being able to find it. And uh yeah, they delivered it to uh, the venue right on time, like a little bit late, maybe about like ten fifty our registrations open mm-hmm. but still your, your family has been always been there for you to back you up man like um, the previous TFEs I remember TFE 1 TFE 2 they've always been there for you so yeah your, your family is awesome man yeah, exactly so uh, I haven't okay what I normally do after conventions is that I will post a very long list of our thank yous I'm going to put the first the, the top of the list is going to be my family because yeah exactly of what you said <laughs> <laughs> You've read, you've read my mind right there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. thank first my family. Yeah, true that, true that. I, w- I wish I could have hang out more and talk to your father. But I uh, like, wanted to talk to him, but suddenly, oh, everything's so busy. <laughs> <laughs> Typical conventions. Yeah. That's, that's why they're fun. You have always got things to do right there. <laughs> true that, true that. But anyway, um, you mentioned day one and registration. So let's hit into it. Because hmm. from what I saw... The line was getting there. Like, uh, personally for me, I came in a bit late, but mm-hmm. I seen other pictures and there were lines. Lines were forming. Uh, a lot of people were excited to go in and like, oh, that was awesome. Based on my experience from um, 2016, 2016, I, I knew how the flow was going to be. Uh, they're going to be early people. And uh, after we registered these people in, um, basically the 
the person behind the registration booth, they can go in. So that's exactly what happened. Um, for me, I personally like to be at registrations when things open. So I was there and I got those people in. And after that, we prepared for the alleyway interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I came in, I took pictures a bit. I think I sent in to you. And it was a fun time, man. Like, I, I got to meet uh, Starstream again. I got to meet Chicken. And yeah. you guys, like, <laughs> the quote-unquote uh, game member things we had. <laughs> yeah, they, they are our core team, actually. Um, it was uh, it was me. It was Shane uh, Pinky, Daniel. Mm-hmm. It was Starstream. It was uh, Chicken. They got the most things done. So... After the convention space was open, everybody got in, uh, everybody mm-hmm. took pictures, everybody bought stuff, and yep. boom, uh, the panic happened when Ellie <laughs> really didn't answer her oh, Skype. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, okay, as we both remembered, uh, apparently she, she wasn't really on time. Okay, <laughs> here's the story of uh, what of the lowdown of what happened with Ellie Ray, okay? Mm-hmm. So, on day one itself, I got. I was woken up by a Skype call ringtone at five a.m. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it was apparently her test call and to to check whether everything was okay. But um, I I didn't pick up because I just woke up and my voice was very raspy and all that. So, uh, the, the, I got the missed call. Okay. I, I just messaged, "Good morning, it's five a.m. here," <laughs> and then she replied, like, "Oops, sorry, go back to sleep." Potato. <laughs> <laughs> It was 5 a.m. So, yeah. yes, I, I immediately washed up, get ready. And um, we had the convention party house. Uh, that's what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. If you the tweet, uh, there was a pinky pie party symbol outside the house. All right. So, um, everybody was here. Um, maybe I can just like let you, let you know that, um, you know Yudai Kladai, the uh, Indonesian animator? Yeah, I remember him. He was an awesome guy. Yeah, so apparently he was supposed to room in at Daniel's place for the weekend, but I said, never mind, Daniel, you can come over here. And and by doing that, uh, I inadvertently invited the horse famous dude over at my place. <laughs> but but uh, Daniel being um, very um, frugal, mm-hmm. he got the, the, the bus ticket for Yudai uh, arriving at 2 a.m. Okay. On Saturday. So you can imagine the hecticness of what's going on inside the house. Like, you know, we're going to party. Uh, we, we had dinner in the Sunway Geo the night before and then spilled over uh, to become like a house party the night. This is day zero to day one, right? Yeah, this is leading up to day one. From day zero to day one. So that night, imagine that, like, okay, uh, we had dinner at the... Oh, okay, if I really want to go on, this, this, is, how, this is how it happened. Mm-hmm. The dinner in Sunway Geo for scouting the venue was uh, done. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Daniel was he, he, Daniel's just awesome. Like he got a whole bunch of people from overseas to come to come over. So it's it still has got that sea pony con vibe. Uh, with him uh, is one vendor and his friend from Indonesia, mm-hmm. uh, Warong Echi. So he's mm-hmm. responsible for their 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 hotels and their their booking. So he had to entertain them and take care of them. And then he brought uh, Andre, who is attrition mm-hmm. from Singapore as well. He's supposed to room in with Daniel, but. Because I invited Daniel over here, so therefore I invited him here as well. <laughs> so our, our party house was like about eight people inside the house. Oh so. my goodness. Could you just have imagined if I said, Hey, Doc, I want to room in with you. Can I? And you said yes. And oh my goodness. 
I couldn't take in anymore because there were there was two. I was thinking about one or two other people who asked if uh, it's possible. I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, the house is just really full right now." We, but this, cool, this but... like this imagine like I asked you before this happened, like, "Oh yeah, sure, it's just going to be you and Star, and yeah, it's going to be okay." Suddenly, the heck. Yes, so this this is what happened. But I have no I have no regrets because um for one thing Daniel is just awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so him bringing bringing the guests over and taking care of the overseas people, uh, yeah, that's that's good, very 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 kind of him. True that, true that. So I I think we segue or we sidetrack to uh what you call this to day zero yeah. to one, and we were talking about oh. Ellie. <laughs> yeah, anyway, right, right, right. Okay, so. Um, the morning, uh, she 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 woke us up at she woke me up at five a.m. Mm-hmm. and got ready. Everybody, I got everybody ready, and the first time I I I seen oh I've got a I've got a house famous fellow in my house that was half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I told that story was was because there was a delay and confusion regarding his bus schedule, or rather it was the the bus pickup point. Then then it was saying something like Bijaya Times Square and BTS similar names, so there was confusion. So he arrived at the house late, like. Um, when I got up, I think I think they just arrived. So they, 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 they slept for a while, like less than two hours before I had to say, "Hey guys, we have got to go. The convention is today." So when when I got them all up, okay, they felt they looked like crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we were all excited, so we just got ready. We got to go. Um, about seven seven thirty, Ellie Ray called again, and it was a uh, an answer appropriately at with the outside. In, in 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 daylight, so she tested tested her connection. It was good, uh, and then I told her that I will look forward to you. And then she said that you guys sound great. I hope that everything will be uh, great, and uh, see you in about three hours time, seven thirty. Yeah, it's about it's about like uh ten ten forty like that. So I told her specifically three hours time. All right, all right. So, all right. so we packed up and uh, okay. Here's the thing, Norman. Mm-hmm. Do you know how difficult it is to play Tetris with standing? <laughs> Imagine seven big bony standees. We had to figure out how to put it inside the uh, uh, multi-purpose vehicle. Oh, wow. in, in twenty back in twenty sixteen, um, it wasn't that difficult because you put the heavy uh, stuff at the bottom, the computers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So this year we don't have many computers in boxes, right? Mm-hmm. So you create like a flat surface at the bottom of the truck. And then you're able to put your standees above it. That's not a problem. This year, it's a bit of a Tetris thing because the back of the truck is only half filled up and we have to figure out how to tilt each standee correctly into the truck before we transport. Oh, no. Oh, no. I could just imagine. Oh, God. So, yep. We we managed to get everything there. And um, I took uh, how many trips? I took two trips, I believe. Ooh. First trip was um just uh, me and chicken, and uh, a lot a lot of items at the back. Hmm, Yong was there too. I think we went in. Don't remember the exact details, but uh, we, we 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 did two trips for sure. All right, right. First trip was load, and the second was a passenger haul. Oh wow! So that that's gonna be hectic. Uh, did Daniel also drove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Daniel Daniel was the one who drove and. Uh, Second car, that's right. We had two cars. So unloading was not a problem. Thankfully, parking was free this time. Oh, really? So, no. uh, yeah, Sandwich Joe has free parking on the weekends. Oh, really? Huh, okay. 
So uh, logistics wise, it was like very good, you know. Not many problems logistically. <laughs> yeah, the the mall was kind of new, it seems, and it was kind of okay, kind of cool. So setting up, uh, getting there early. Computer, uh, I I left chicken with the computer, so uh, he he was my tech man. He got everything set up good, and then we waited for Ellie Ellie's call, which came well later. <laughs> I think what it was half an hour late. I think it was 11.30. Yeah, yeah, half an hour oh. late from the schedule of 11 a.m. <laughs> but it was fine. It was it was totally fine because, um, you know, you've, you've been there. You've got to be there to be able to experience I why. I was you... there. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and here's the yeah, thing. I, I felt a bit sad that nobody really recorded the whole thing because, okay, on the schedule, it says 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., which is in our slot. But Ellie yeah. came late, which is 11.30. So you would have thought that, hey, uh, because I came in late, I felt sorry or it's my fault. So I extended to another half an hour, which does eat into the lunch break time, which is eh, passable. But oh no, she wanted to go longer. She wanted yeah. to go longer. Yeah, that's right. She's awesome, man. Like, like she totally didn't mind. For, for her, it is must, it's already like past midnight, you know, approaching 1am, but she didn't mind. She just has got such enthusiasm, such energy, and such honesty that you know it keeps it keeps us makes us happy, makes us feel very wholesome. I that know. Uh, she's also a wonderful human being. <laughs> I know, I know, and oh gosh, like just hearing her talk and just hearing the con- just just hearing her is just amazing. Like whatever she was saying, and oh my, let's just say that she is an entertainer. She knows how to talk and she's honest yes, then, yeah, well said well said you know not just an entertainer I would say she's a storyteller that touches your heart ah, <laughs> alright alright more than more than a normal entertainer you know because she felt different yeah, the first time I saw her in Garakon was like you can tell by her appearance she's a very um, down to earth humble uh, person but when she actually uh, gave that, that VA panel in Garakon that's when I, I realized that Oh wow, Elie is actually um, she's really something. <laughs> she's not a main six, but she's really like different. Yeah, and I I think yeah. what uh, during her conference call with you guys, uh, one mm-hmm. of uh, I what was it? I I think one of the question was how like I think someone asked uh, how do I get into it and or mm-hmm. th- there was a lot of things going on because someone had a speech impediment or someone was yeah. Uh, having disabilities, I think. And Eddie straightforward says, um, during my youth, doctors called me retarded. Ooh. Mm. Yes. And she said, there's no disabilities. <laughs> that's that's just very encouraging, very motivational, you know. it, it To me, it's, it is what you would like to hear in order to get get up and do something with your life. Yeah, get you motivated. Like, mm. And she does it with everyone, like, she she can motivate anyone. That's that's how I put it. And 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 in in a good way, you know, not in a not in a like forceful way, but it makes you want to do it. Makes you makes you feel good. Makes you feel empowered. True that. True that. I mean, Ellie is just awesome overall. I mean, at first when I heard that you're gonna get her, I was a bit worried because nobody really knows who she is. Uh-huh. And okay. it's she's one of the pillars. That's great, but 
who really knows the pillars, right? If they haven't watched the show uh, regularly and read the comics, they won't know who she is. But exactly, you've proven mm-hmm. me wrong, and I've seen what she could do. And I hear on the NBA show, on my own show, they say that I'm glad I'm wrong. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Norman. And and you've you've said it absolutely right. Like I already know that when I got her on, uh, I mean the contract and everything. It's not for her voice talent. It's just because she's herself. <laughs> it is a bit hard to explain, but uh, I I knew it was not. Uh, you know, we're we're not really going to be talking about voices and stuff. We're just gonna get her to tell stories, and that will be awesome. Which which turned out exactly as it is. <laughs> True that, and technically that is a huge risk that you took, and it paid off. I knew after Fiesta Siponicon, or even even the years before, not everybody watched the show up to date. They might have stopped at maybe season four, maybe season five, and because of this, go for the lesser known act, uh, voice actors because it would have been the same thing. Like <laughs> okay. if you've gone for main, then uh, if you start referencing the older episodes, then people don't know. It'd be like uh, you know, not not so much connection. If you talk about something more general, like uh, like, like how Eddie did. So, yes, it turned out okay. It turned out like it was a good plan. It succeeded, and I'm glad that um, I'm glad it turned out how 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 it was. Awesome, man! It's it was an awesome risk taken, and it was it turned out well. It turned out really, really well beyond comprehension, really. Thank you, Norman. Thank you. After the what one hour and fifty plus minute call with Ellie. <laughs> yep, we took the lunch break. Yeah, lunch break. So, um, I think for me. I went to NW because NW, yay! Yeah, good for you, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Then what? After that, it was uh, well. What did you have? Like I had a coney dog and some curly fries. What? Well, what about you? What, what was your meal? I, I went for um uh, in uh Burger King. Actually. Oh, really? No, okay. Uh, I initially wanted to go to NW, but uh, the first thing I. I, I saw when I got downstairs was Burger King and I just lined up for Burger King. <laughs> alright, alright. Right. I, I, I bought a total of uh, four meal sets and four a la carte for my team. So, right, so I provided. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So after that happened, there was the cosplay walk and photography session. Sorry, I couldn't make it for this one because lunch. <laughs> lunch. No problem. No problem. So it went well. Uh, there were lots of pictures. Right now, they're in the picture gallery inside our website. Uh, if you go to www.ponycon.my, the first thing you should see there, right there, is the link towards the picture gallery. So do click on it. Those have been contributed by uh, a lot of people, yourself included. <laughs> and uh, there are plenty of, um, you know, good quality ones over there. I've, I've sorted them out. I've um, placed them in organized folders. You can, you can view them by event. Oh, I'm seeing here... Uh, is straight going to the what you call this Google Drive, and somebody did record the what you call this interview. Yep, we have a short um one and a half minute uh, interview, and then the other one is like a fifteen minute uh, video. So oh, okay. enjoy. So not not a full video, but still a video is a video. So that's awesome. Yep, yep. awesome. <laughs> so cosplay walk went well. Pictures were taken. Uh, we had we had quite a. Okay, for our size of the con, we uh, approach ten. If I'm not mistaken, you can count them on the phone. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think you had uh, 
the Cadence cosplayers, uh, Evil Cadence, so that's what, two, uh, Chrysalis, uh, uh, Celestia, and yes. uh, First Suitors, there's three of them, there's the mm-hmm. Blue Bear, and there's mm-hmm. Chrissy, and there's also mm-hmm. Karma. Yep, so, sorry, are there what, uh, seven already? No, sorry, five, six, seven, eight, there's eight. And uh, Ning, did she cosplay too? Or was she something else? She was cosplaying. Oh, there's nine. Uh, yeah, it was different costumes on different days as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned ten, who's the last one? Um, no, I say it was around ten. I, I wasn't sure if it approached ten. Mm. Let's see, okay, so she <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ah, I count eight based on the the big group picture. Oh, okay. So wait, uh, uh could I be wrong? <laughs> no, that's uh, Celestia, three suitors. Uh wait, did I did I miss out someone? Let me check. This one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ah, it's eight. Oh. Two cadence. One chrysalis. Uh one blue bear. One uh one one light blue pony. Mm-hmm. One white pony one white orange pony. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, and uh, fashion, fashion, fashion is stunning. Yeah, so there's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, total of eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- that's fun. That's fun. And mm-hmm. then, uh, by looking at this, uh, we get to see what uh, music PMVs and YouTube pony PMVs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, this is actually the creative panel. Uh, it was hosted <laughs> by Daniel and Yudai Kladai. Daniel talked about his music and Yudai Kalanai talked about his animations and they highlighted The Sims animations called The Ponies. It was good. I would say like for me personally, uh, being in the fandom for so long and seeing uh, Yudai's work, you know, one of the earlier 2012 kind of work, you know, the person who actually did it, mm-hmm. it felt a little bit surreal No, that... We are finally like, oh, this is the dude that made all the stuff which I loved back in twenty twelve. It's like, <gasps> it's in the flash. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know what you mean. It's like, oh, uh, I like watching this uh sim simulator thing. It's really fun. And suddenly getting to meet the person who created it. Wait, you're Southeast mm-hmm. Asian? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that magical moment, like you know, that once oh, you've met someone that you you've known, like you felt they've known for such a long time, but you're actually just. Yeah, technically you don't really know him. You only know him for his art. I think what the feeling could be similar to meeting uh, Black Griffin or Michelle Krieber mm. or even mm. uh, some other people. <laughs> for example, you, me or even Dan. Like the first time you meet someone who's famous or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, it was just awesome. And then um, he, uh, he, he gave me a drawing which was even better, like... <laughs> A Fluttershy drawing because he knew that Flash Pony is Fluttershy. You, you want to know something funny? This is kind of uh, off topic for a bit. No, not really, but it has to do with you die. And yeah. during CPonyCon, uh, uh-huh. I was sitting next to him. Uh, he was drawing Glim Glam uh, with the uh, machete with the pineapple and stuff. He, he was just drawing uh, that yeah. and he posted it up oh, on the Twitters, I remember. Oh, so so he was already sketching it during CPonyCon itself. Yeah, and I was sitting next to him and I was looking, oh, that's cool. And during this time, I was dead tired. I was um, not really thinking straight and just tired. And yeah, okay, that was fun. And then when the animation came up, I was like, wait, I know that... Damn! I was sitting next to him. 
<laughs> awesome, isn't it? Yeah, he, he made the pineapple on pizza pun to life. Oh. Like immediately doing the Kerry Sheridan voice mm. panel back in season yeah. one. And, and, okay, <laughs> here's another thing. Here's another thing. Um, <laughs> it is canon that Glim Glam likes pineapple on pizza and Miss May likes pineapple on pizza. So it's two for whatever it is. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, these these guys and the convention memes and whatnot. Oh, we have about to. Memes, we right? have to keep it going, man. Like we have to ask everybody we meet now. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware. There was one guy wearing that shirt. It's canon now, oh, and there was yeah. I remember that shirt. That shirt is actually in the pictures. Like, uh, yeah, you go in the folder that says incidental. I think you can find it. It's just like, oh wow. You gotta relieve the moments, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, that that was a good shirt. Like, that was a good shirt. <laughs> After that, there's the Disney Aria by Rina Tan. Oh yeah, that's right. A little bit out of schedule and made me feel bad because um, they were on time. They wanted to give me the music and all, and I was all ready to 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 prepare the panel. But because I went for the cosplay walk, it was tiring, and um, I, I I just put it this way, I. I would have liked to been forefront to be able to uh, get them ready. But I had to let someone else handle it because I couldn't do everything at once. Mm, true, true. But <laughs> hey, um, it, it's done. The schedule was out of whack. Yeah, but the performance, wow. I, I, It just blew everyone away. That that was the kicker. Like, It was such a simple performance. True, true. But to me, it was very magical because they delivered. Yeah, you know, true both, that, true uh, that. Lina Tan and her partner Futago, they, they delivered very well and uh, applause from the crowd. crowd. Yeah. That was genuine. Yeah. I and loved it. I think what, uh, we, we're not really mentioning the crowd. Okay, here's the thing. The crowd was awesome because we had a range from, you know, the usual bronies and mm-hmm. here's, the, here's the thing that I enjoyed. We had families coming in. We had mm, kids coming in. So, Mm-mm. boo, that was just awesome and uh, a kid showed Ellie Ray, her costumes, like, yo, this is awesome. And here's the thing. Uh, the kid knew that there was going to be a convention there. Sorry, not really the kid, but the parents. But still, the parents knew, like, wow. Yes, it was awesome, right? I mean, um, since 2015, the start of the first DFE, we've always actually attracted a small number of kids, which is, you know, not our target demographic, but then we got it. <laughs> True that. I think one of the main points for that happening is you were holding said convention at a mall. Uh, for mm. uh, the third one, I think it's a bit difficult because finding the location is hard. Oh, yes, yes. The location wasn't ideal. It was more secluded and on the third floor, yes. Third floor near the back. But still, uh, I on day zero, I came in just to check out the place. And I already knew that, oh my god, this place is going to be hard. Like, I hope you guys put up some flyers or banners to point out where said location is. Oh boy, don't even start. That was one of the convention problems, which I'm not sure. Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, like, what's done is done. Uh, it was successful. But still, um, the performance by Rina Tan was awesome because This Day Aria is not a easy song to pull off. Even if they mm. did a bit of mistake... They did it in front of a crowd and they loved it. The performance was great. I mean, they delivered with the with the voices and hitting hitting the notes. It felt it felt like a professional performance for for that period of time. So I was 
I was really uh taken taken struck in awe by by their work. Yeah, uh, that that's still that's awesome. That's awesome. And and, and their costumes, yeah, their costumes are amazing as well. Yeah, because they they were playing Chrysalis and sorry, not really Chrysalis. Uh, they were playing uh Cadence and both of them were playing Cadence. Yeah, and yeah, actually it is it is it is Chrysalis in disguise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the fun part because before they were singing, they were setting up and saying, "Could you guess who is the real?" Cadence oh. or the fake cadence, and yes. we already knew because oh, Rina was the good one. Then suddenly in the song where Chrysalis was supposed to sing, uh, Rina sang it and like oh, okay, uh, this <laughs> is throwing off a loop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Who's the real king? Yeah, so he's like, okay, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> oh boy, yes. So. Next one up, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, our good friend Amy. She did her Lolita fashion. That was something new. Like the the feedback I got from this panel was like it was something unique. Really now? And, Could uh, you tell me about it? Because from what I saw, there was a lot of going on, like a lot of hoo-hahs and talking about. But I, I didn't really notice much in terms of feedback. Like what happened? No, oh, what happened was that uh, it was actually. It's something unique, which uh, I, I just so happened to see on Facebook that she posted up uh, pictures. It was fashionable. Um, and I wanted to learn more. So I asked her, uh, would you be okay? Uh, would you like to do a panel? She, she gladly accepted. And I'm glad she did because um, she prepared beforehand. It was a good presentation. But uh, if you notice, one of the vendors, um, Ning, mm-hmm. she, uh, Ning was actually doing a uh, first time uh, Lolita fashion. Which, uh, according to Emmy, she's uh, like not quite there yet. Like she's still learning, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a good first time, first attempt. It was like a combination of cosplay and uh, Lolita fashion. All right. According to Emmy, you're not supposed to combine the both. Um, I, I believe they have their own strict rules yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, another one of our attendees, uh, Chiwa, was in was in costume as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember that. <laughs> so they were the living proof of how you're supposed to. Uh, do, do the fashion. Yeah. And I also remember that there was another girl over there who was interested and somehow got roped into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's one of those unexpected moments, you know, like suddenly there's a there's a new fashion going on. Like, how do we do it? Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> wow. And, Not easy, and in all honesty, that presentation was nicely done. It, it was professionally done. They had slides. They had... Uh, example, like let's say a lot of people were watching and that was just awesome, man. I mean, I went through the slides beforehand. They were really deep and technical, but um, it, as a as a first time introduction, you know, I believe that uh, being there and uh, showing off your costume, that is the best way, that is the best way to learn. I certainly got my weekend dose of uh, fashion knowledge just by, just by being around uh, fashionable people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and well, next up is this show that is like... Crappy, I think. Uh, like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> what the heck? We are doing the show. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was the NBS show show thingy. Uh, yeah. this one had its own problems behind the scenes, though. <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, probably because uh, you know it's it's been a long day, and then towards the end we were, we were both tired. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we managed to give uh some good tips to our friends. Yeah, it, it was a good talk. It was a good talk. But you know, honestly, um, I was a bit disappointed, really. Don't be disappointed, Norman. It was. I felt it was like, you know, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> in all honesty, in all honesty, um, when I went into doing this presentation, 
there was a few factors like uh, behind the scenes i was thinking mm-hmm. what should i do what should i do and oh, star yeah. came uh-huh. in and says why don't you do con experience and i says you know what yeah that sounds good you're a patreon member you you gave me a good idea i'm going to use it <laughs> so yay then suddenly you had something similar in mind but not too similar i mean it's in the vein of the same idea <laughs> how do you put this it was it was it was the exact same topic that i was going to do <laughs> it's not really because it was the same thing but different but it's like oh uh, you you want to do something similar oh wow okay uh, i need to um twist my not really twist i i need to put my presentation in a new spin because uh, if we were to do it it will be too similar so okay i twisted my thing in a way that Uh, didn't really disturb your presentation, and in the end, mm-hmm. I felt like we did well, but the crowd was too noisy. Suddenly, there were uh, artists at the back drawing, and the videos up. You guys can see it. I was a bit disappointed because the audio quality was not there. Like that, that was the part that I was a bit peeved with myself. Sorry, no. it's all good. It's all good. I th- I think with live shows. That comes with uh, that comes with certain difficulties. You know, like one one thing is being the audio quality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, all right for 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 that particular um session, uh, I actually what if you realize I wasn't actually able to give my own talk regarding um convention experience in the interest of time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um mainly because um we were thrown off by the any rate player conflicts, but. I told myself and I told Dan that it was totally okay because what Ellie Ray did uh, to deliver the the feeling of of um, wholesomeness mm-hmm. has already been achieved. Like she did it way better than I could have, true that, true and uh, I felt there was no need to repeat for me to try to attempt what what Ellie Ray has already done so well in the morning. So I actually uh, didn't really deliver my my own, my own convention experience talk. Yeah. Instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a, I got a, what do you call it? A heads up from the manager of the uh, venue saying that, uh, hey, it's like four thirty. We have got to, we've got to pack up, and yeah, that's why, that's why I had to remind you of the time as well because uh, they were, uh, we don't, we didn't have the nightlife um, kind of convention this 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 year. Yeah, we we yeah. kind of had to pack up early, so yeah a bit of pressure over there but uh... but still I, i think everything worked out like i would, like my panel thing was it was nice it was just nice and short it was there and i the way i controlled it was pretty okay because i knew that okay not to take up much of your convention ideas or your panel idea so i had to control or spin it in a way where okay i need to rush things out i need to rush things out okay Uh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Next person, next person, next person. Okay. Uh, let's not do sorry, this. Not, this sorry thing. to say that, Mama, but but apparently that you were the sacrificial lamb for this convention. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? We had. To... You know what? <laughs> right. I, I'm used to it already. I'm used to it already. But anyway, um, sorry. the panel was fine. I like disappointed in self because of audio qualities and a lot of stuff because, eh, stuff. But you know what? <laughs> the NBA show is full of derbs. If there's no derbs at all, that means something is not right. <laughs> yeah, it's not the NBA show if you do not have derbs, right? <laughs> yes, indeed. So after that, closing words and it's quite a rush. So no, it didn't happen. Actually, it it was more like packing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
I think they ended off about about half an hour. Like everything was pushed pushed back half an hour or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Thank you, Ellie. <laughs> so if you remember at that time, uh, Daniel was saying, uh, "All right, we have to back up. Uh, you know, we do not have keys to the hall and all that. Uh, and all that." Mm-hmm. He he did a good job with being the PA PA man for 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 for, for the close for the closing part true, true, for day one. True, true. After that, we rest up. I I remember going for dinner. Uh, what I I think it was um something fried chicken rice place something like that it was very nice. Uh-huh. I, I haven't posted the picture up on the internet yet, but yeah, it was just plain white rice with fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken, yum. Good, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, and then went pony noodles shopping. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. my my day one dinner was a bit of uh was a bit of uh hassle. I I won't co- I won't cover it here in the show because um. It's rather long, and uh, they're good and they're bad, mm. but uh, I'll let you know about it later, maybe during a post-mortem meeting, which hasn't been done yet. <laughs> all right, all right. So, right, the post-mortem meeting is going to happen in half an hour's time. So, yeah, we need to rip this one. So, yeah, the, let's go to day two. Let's go to day two. So, day two, I, I came in a bit late. I'm sorry about that because I was kidnapped by my host, so can't do much. We were wondering if you were okay or not oh, because... Yeah. Uh, you know, you were a little bit like uh, sick or tired. Yeah, the, uh, after, the day after yeah, I, I was really feeling tired about that one, a bit. But in all honesty, I got kidnapped by my hosts, so I had to follow them. So, yeah. no problem, no problem. We started a little bit later on day two. I think about nine thirty doors open. Oh, really? Nine thirty um, was kind of early. Yeah, nine thirty just for setup. Um, there's not much to set up because uh, we were more or less done already. So I'm in the registration booth and uh, we got ready for teleconference with uh, James McCarthy. Yeah, I remember the guy, uh, Hero of Time, 1000. Yeah. How is he, by the way? Yep. He's great, he's great. He missed the panel, but uh, he was totally like uh, peppy and uh, we did a little like uh, test call. It felt, it's totally like you're talking to a friend online. So he, nothing, he nothing is a formal. friend. Yes, exactly. So um, I'm just trying to say that we didn't do like a formal like interview like, oh, uh, question one, question two, and then continue, continue. It was just, just, just go with the flow. There was no script. There was no um, preparation. Uh, okay, maybe there was some preparation. I told him like, uh, we have got one hour. We're gonna budget half an hour for chit chat, and we're gonna budget like uh, ten minutes for the cutscene and twenty minutes for the gameplay, and then ten minutes for the Q and A. Roughly. All right. Yeah. By the way, how is his game coming along? Okay. In a nutshell, his game is uh, five years in production. It's still in beta. And it's very close to being finished. Oh, nice. So, so it's actually quite awesome because he gave me an updated version of the game, the demo, uh, which um, I've demoed it at the TFE. But in the interest of time, we weren't able to get to the the, the later parts of the game. So um, what, uh, what we are going to do to continue showcasing the game, um, one guy from the Discord server, Steven, like, uh, he, he, he will be streaming the game. And he really had one session um, a couple of days ago. He's going to stream the game again, and we're going to see how far he can get, get go into the game. Nice. <laughs> the game was fun. The game was fun. Especially with the voice acting and stuff. It was really awesome. Yep, no whacking noise. And uh, that got some attention. Like, wait, is there no whacking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it went well. I would say uh, it very smoothly. And then when I, when I concluded, uh, Daniel came in and said, oh, it's done. And... Uh, no problem. No problem whatsoever. So everything was going according to time then. Yeah, yep. that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So then uh, next up is the creative panel featuring Kaspar. 
Right. So the creative panel, it was more of a day one, day two thing. Ah. Um, because I put uh, Casper and Andy in charge of the artists. So they are the ones who are making sure that the artists will have time to sit down and to draw uh, art materials and whatnot. So ongoing throughout day one, set up the artist corner. I mostly left it up to these two guys to settle everything. And on day two was their spotlight. Um, where they have actually, uh, they'll call up people and then they'll showcase their work, they'll open up their divine art galleries, give them a chance to talk on stage. This is a contrast to how we did it in the previous years, where we actually had a select few of people uh, to come up. This time it was um, more of on the spot, like um, I let the MC decide who gets up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he did it great to how the creative panel. Uh, I mostly took that time to take a break because convention organizing is difficult. Yeah, sure. and, and I just did the I just did the interview, so I I, I took a back seat and let uh, let the other team members uh, do do stuff during that time. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is awesome. And I remember Casper like uh, I asked him for a drawing of Silver Quill, and he delivered. Which is awesome. Their work is awesome. Like just look at the pictures. They've they've made so much traditional art and. Uh, Digital art, uh, they, they they played it on the screen, uh, judging by the pictures. So, yeah, things you know things went well. I I I couldn't be hundred percent at every event and making sure everything was working smoothly, but I trust my team members to know what they're doing and uh, they delivered well. Yeah, true that, true that. And lunch break, and then uh, chicken plate music, yay! Oh yeah, I I actually prepared. Um, again, this is not me. It's uh, I I just told the crowd uh, that. The next panel, the green one, it would be the vector panel, mm-hmm. and in between we have all these informal, uh, informal sessions. Yeah, and <laughs> so, chicken plate music, which is awesome. And by the way, uh, how how did the them fighting herds demo uh, play through? Like, did that went well? Very well, very very well. Like chicken delivered well, and uh, you know Ahmed from uh, C Ponycon, yeah. like um, the the guy who organized them fighting herds. Uh, yeah, panel yeah. In, so he was chicken was playing with Ahmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ahmed actually became part of the <laughs> team who helped uh, make this event a success. So he's going up on the thank you list as well. Like I'm gonna write. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was there, man. I I could have talked a bit more. So they were showcasing like each of the characters, like uh, like you know how the fighting hurts is based off fight, fighting is magic, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, this character, like Ken Hao, is a representation of Rainbow Dash. Pom is a representation of Fluttershy. Pinky, Pinky actually. Pom, Pom is. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Pom is uh, Fluttershy, the, the, the alpaca, no, the llama. The, 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 no, it's, uh, uh, I, I forgot. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I forgot characters. All I, all I know is <laughs> the alpaca okay. is Pinky, okay. and I forgot her name. <laughs> okay, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's not the alpaca. Maybe it's the sheep. Or the sheep is, like. pom- okay, the pom- Pom is the sheep. Yeah, I remember now. Right, Pom is a sheep. The sheep is not a shark. Yeah. Oh man, this. I the alpaca thing. Oh man, I I don't remember her name. <laughs> but you know what? They're awesome. All of them are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the vector pony, uh, vector panel by Arif Pro. Yeah, and um, I got to talk to Arif about this one, and he was surprised that people were interested in vectoring. Exactly what he told me, which makes me even happier because like an unexpected good outcome is always better than an expected good outcome. True that, true that. And I got to talk to him because uh, you know me, I am a vector artist also. And mm-hmm. 
hearing him do vectors on Inkscape is something different. And he did a few things in front of my eyes that kind of made me go, wow, that's how you do it? That's really awesome. If we were me, I would do it like this instead of that way. And we were bouncing ideas. And I said, cool, uh, you know what? I'm going to try Inkscape and see how it goes. Thanks for the recommendation, pal. Arif Pro, totally awesome. Like, um, initially, wasn't sure if he wanted to do the panel or not, but eventually decided to be very happy. Mm-hmm. And meeting him for the first time was like, whoa, dude, you're the host famous dude from Derpy Bowl. Yeah. Whoa. And here's the thing for people who got no idea. Arif Pro here is the guy who... Is it created or just legitimized uh, upvote, downvote? He created the downvote OC. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, he created the downvote OC for uh, Derby Baru, which is kind of mm-hmm. being canonized on Derby Baru now. Exactly. They canonized his character. So, like, that, that, that felt like an achievement itself, you know? Like, you get one of your OCs canonized in a big image website. True that. Achievement true that. unlocked. I know, I know. That, that's just awesome. Awesome. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I was there. Then, um, mm-hmm. Pony Games Traditional and Digital. Um, this one is the card games and whatnot. Yep, this was the CCG and Dear Princess Celestia. Uh, digital part, I, I just I just went away with it because the original part was um, supposed to play maybe like the, a few pony modded games, but I felt that with the teleconference for Octavia in the Underworlds channel and also the, the dumb fighting hurts, that's enough digital games. So I just went for the traditionals. Ah, I see. All right, all right. So I, I was there for this one. I, I came in late, sorry. No problem. So what happened was like we split the artist table in half and then uh, one half was uh, playing these card games just to introduce the people that, hey, we've got pony card games and these things exist. Mm-hmm. So we played them for about half an hour, actually longer than half an hour, but um, it overlapped with uh, the uh, Project Saffron Showcase where Daniel talked about his uh, to-do in India. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was quite interesting. I, I actually went back to look at the slides carefully because... Um, a bit difficult to play the game and and, and, and listen to the presentation. Mm-hmm. But he did give that presentation at SeaPonyCon as well, mm-hmm. to be fair. Mm-hmm. So after looking at it a couple of times, I, I get where he's going at. Like uh, I understand why why it's uh, it's a worthwhile project to, to undertake. True, true. Yeah, and what Dan says and what Dan has explained is really interesting. And uh, wishing all the best because what he's doing is kind of risky. Mm, it's a totally unknown territory, so we have no idea what to what to expect. True that. But he's always been a person to take risks. Even even Project C Polygon itself is is a risky uh, thing to true, do. True, true, true. So after this one is the closing words, and yeah, the, this one was awesome, man. Like the the parting words were just good. It's it's very short. Like it's supposed to be an hour long, right? Yeah. But nah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, we had sales to do and this one was my favorite part because we we, did, we yeah. wanted to do kind of the what you call this uh, bidding war thing but Malaysians don't really do bids we get the idea right I think what we did was totally right but our audience was just not the suitable audience nonetheless we we did good and then we managed to give the experience to some people true, 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 and true. Uh, if they want more they have got to go to overseas con oh, to get the true overseas con are just scary man like we, we were looking through the american visa just now just to see how much it is and mm. uh what was it uh, 160 dollars 
is equivalent to almost 600 plus ringgit. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right, that's right. They're thinking of the big one, right? Like Bronicon. Like. Uh, anywhere <laughs> that does the uh, bidding war thingy. Okay, okay. Any place. Probably somewhere cheaper. Yeah, but still, um, maybe Singapore, if Dan does another one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> as per usual, I did my magic with selling plush. And I, I think I managed to sell almost all of your plush. The ones that are out there on the table, yes, yes, I believe. Yeah. I believe so. But the standees, oh. uh, we managed to sell... All of them except standees. for Rarity, was it? No, no, no. I think it was three standees. It was Applejack, Twilight, and Rosa. Rosa. Uh, Rainbow Dash was pre-bought oh. the other day. <laughs> so Rainbow Dash is out of yes. Joke. <laughs> because it's funny because people were asking, but then, nope, she's already pre-booked. <laughs> so, yeah... Um, th- those standees were uh, sold and sent to a better home. I, I think Charles bought yep. Twilight, so yay. That's going to be awesome. Yep. That's right, Twilight and Applejack too. Applejack. Uh, who bought Applejack? Did Charles bought Applejack? Yep, he was both. All right. He got both. So how did he brought that home? <laughs> <laughs> it's still in storage oh. uh, on my side because, uh, you know, come... Yeah, no truck. Yeah, it's... transporting those things requires uh, requires a, a truck, an MTV, <laughs> a, a truck. Yeah, yeah. it requires a truck. Yeah. But yeah, um, in the end, uh, charity sale was good. A lot of people got what they want. A lot of plushies were sold, and yeah, yeah, we raised quite quite a good number. I, the official figure is uh, two hundred and fifty for the charity sale. Um, Added to the the one that was paid forward uh, the month before, mm-hmm. another 250 So the total is 500 And if you can find all this information, www.ponycon.my slash charity. Yeah, slash charity. That's the one. Yeah. I... The page is there. It's updated. Yeah. Well, mostly everything is updated. Go have a look. You know, cool stuff over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here and yeah. During the last part of the convention on day two, we held a charity sale to raise funds for NCSM. Thanks to Julie the Dragon, Cheryl and the Tango, and the TFE charity sales team for collectively raising a grand total of 250 ringgit during the event. Yeah, I feel great. <laughs> Successful, right? Yes, we managed. We did it. Yep, yep. <laughs> we earned money for charity. Yay. Again. Yay. Much awesomeness, much awesomeness. And with that, they ended. I went back home to my host uh, house. And, well, what did I have for that night? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I remember. Sorry? <laughs> I remember what I had. What, 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 did, what did you have? Okay, uh, I went to tapak. What's that? Um, in a general term, tapak means a plot of land where people do stuff. Um, this one was at the... It's at a shopping mall. I remember one of the ANWs that they quote unquote said that they wanted to tear down but didn't. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. In, that's in PJ, isn't it? Yeah, near um Jules' house. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, I got it. I got anyway, it. um, we went there for dinner because uh, I said that hey, I wanted to try something awesome, something awesome food because um, I'm not local there so you know just going to go around and see what you guys have and they said tapa and okay i said let's go let's let's cool let's go and um unfortunately for me the 
selection was not that much. But there were a few good sellers and whatnot. So before that, I went to the mall itself. And there's a Family Mart over there. For people who got no idea, Family Mart is the Japanese equivalent to a 7-Eleven. But much better. Alright, awesome. Have you been to a Family Mart before? Oh, it's Family Mart to go to ever since I found out they sell only Jiri. Yeah. Okay. You might not know this, but I was in Sarawak for like about three years or something, uh-huh. right? Now. You didn't know Family Mart. In, the, in my absence, Family Mart started mushrooming out around. And then when I got back from the from, from East Malaysia, I go to the airport. What? They've got this in KLIA too? Oh, that's so awesome. I go and buy all the onigiri and, you know, yeah. it's just like awesome. Yeah, I know, you know. Same here. Like, <laughs> if you want to know something funny about Family Mart. Yeah. Um, Why not? When I went to TFE, it was on the Friday. It was an official opening of Family Mart in my hometown. It's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> awesome. I know. So, anywho. Uh, mushrooming up all over the place. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. anywho, uh, went there, look at cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm not going to eat at the Family Mart because I want to eat at the Tapa. So, went to Tapa. I saw a lot of cool things. So, I ordered myself a... Uh, chicken burger and some macaroni and cheese and mm. well I had a really good time there like uh, the food was awesome what about you man? oh well we collectively decided to go to KFC nice. which turned out to be a good success because I told you in Saturday we didn't have a really good experience but uh, Sunday was better everybody came for KFC um, it was my treat so everybody enjoyed um, like a is it a bucket? yeah I think it was a bucket <laughs> And uh, everybody got fed, and then uh, we we had to adjourn to uh, back to the party house. Yeah, <laughs> and what happened? Like more card games happened. It's a bit of good and bad, a mixed mixed thing. I'll just put it briefly for you, since the whole story is kind of long. A couple of them had to go back and catch their bus. When when they finally all got together, we were we were a little bit tired, but we managed to um you know play a. Uh, a drinking game. <laughs> All right. You say a drinking game. I have a story of my own, but carry, carry on first. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we uh, we, we did that. Uh, of course, I was really tired, but we still, you know, good friends. Um, basically, put it this way. the uh, How Daniel told me, like, I hosted daily meetups for six days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> yes. That's how long the party actually lasted for 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 for, for me and, and the party house people because and that is the reason why that the um uh TFE website Twitter and Facebook has not been really quickly up to date. Normally, post event, uh, you know, the PR team is supposed to get everything up, yeah. right? The picture, yeah. donation, and whatever. But I finally only got them done like today. And even Facebook is not yet updated. Only Twitter and the website is updated. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that you guys have too much fun. <laughs> yes. And yes, well, the website site still have some things I would like to, to fix, but uh, I'm taking my time on that. Like The important part, like when the friends are here, especially people from Brunei, from Thailand, uh, from all over the country, right? Singapore, Saramban. When they are around, uh, priority goes to the human interaction rather than the computer interaction. True that, true that. I, I really, really, really enjoyed my time with the guys. Six seven days actually. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds awesome, man. Like a six day meetup. Woo! Even right now, so like uh, we are talking and doing this, it's still continuing the human interaction, and it's still, it's still you know fun. 
Yeah, true that. True we need that. to live life to the fullest and enjoy what 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 we have. Computer stuff they can come they can come a bit later. Yeah, true that. True that. But anywho, um, talking about the drinking game, right? Um, during the <laughs> night when I was at my host's house, uh, we played Red Dragon Inn. Oh, good. that's a good part. I know. I enjoyed I know. it. And this is the physical board game. It's like, when I started playing this, I thought that, hey, wait, didn't we play this on Steam, on Tabletop Sim? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I'm not sure if you played it on all the board as no, well. No, I didn't. Oh, no, no, no. We played it on, 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 on Steam, on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, yeah, we did that. And like, oh my god, this is, oh, I remember this, like, this is fun, this is fun. But playing it in person, oh my goodness, the interaction, the mind games, the meta game, like, oh, if you're playing uh, a deck that has gambled a lot and nobody wants to play, it's technically not worth it. Like, you could just play the card and people say, I opt out from gambling, I opt out from gambling, so nobody's playing it, like, oh damn. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and then nobody plays it like oh no <laughs> but yeah uh, Red Dragon Inn is a fun game I, I would highly recommend playing it it is a simple yet complex game to get into and this is not including the expansion pack that came along Whew. I was actually about to ask did you play with or without the expansion pack nah my host family didn't had the expansion pack uh, it was just the base game but the base game is already fun mm-hmm that's awesome. Yeah, we, we really need to play that game again, man. Like, <laughs> we really need to do it. Just hit me up on Tabletop Simulator, like, when, when the rest of the guys are around. Mm-hmm. We can have a second. Yeah, we, we, we need to good. plan, we need to plan. But anywho, we, we've been running long, and yeah, it's near the end. Uh, is there anything else you want to add in? I think that's about it. Like, that's how we run a con, and uh, that's how we run a party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I have to mention this, or if you want to mention this, um, that this convention is the last, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, TFE has... It, it is the last TFE, but uh, not the end of Pony Conventions around it. So, stay tuned while we decide um, the future that will, I think, fall largely on the chief of Sea Pony Con. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, we shall see. We don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, it's officially last for you. And if yes. somebody picks it up, then hey, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Looking for that. Looking forward to that. True that, true that. So, anywho, uh, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at themdsforgmail.com. If you want to reach us on Twitter, the show's Twitter account is at Show, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. So, Doc, where can the good people find you? They can find me at drcxy at Twitter. If you want to check the official TFE website, uh, it's www.ponycon.my. Friendship Express on Twitter is at Friendship Express, but without the vowels. Confusing. Confusing. Yes. Okay, so it's F-R-N-S-H-P-X-P-R-S. No vowels. Yes. Oh, boys. I hope I got that right. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll link it in the show notes somewhere. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Norman. No Thank problem, you very much. No problem. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And Stitch Radio. And also like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on PonyFoodLive.com. Links are in the show notes. Also, do subscribe to the Review and Discussion Podcast on iTunes and Stitch Radio. Over there, you'll catch me, Silver Quill, Sapphire Heart Song, review the pony episodes, comics, and also movies. And sometimes we like to dabble in some other stuff. 
I think what we like to do this show called Miracle Sleepy Bug. Yes, that's a good one. Yes, chaotic also. And what um, Overwatch is one of the things that we like to talk about. Yeah, gaming. Gaming is fun. How do you like Ash? Ash, the new mm-hmm. hero. How do I put it? Uh, haven't played a lot of her, but um, mostly from what I see. Uh, oh, I, I, I feel that her dynamite <laughs> is a little bit open at the moment because uh, if you get someone at low health and they don't have a healing yeah. nearby, you essentially kill them. They owe that. Yep, yep. Like, Ash. I know. Be a bit open. But it's not. I think it's what you would call this. Uh, I I think those kind of kills are, uh, you deserve it. Like you kind of earn them. Oh, uh, really? You think yeah, so? Yeah. Because okay. okay. Um. First thing first, the dynamite. Uh, when it explodes, you need to shoot it or you wait for it to detonate. And waiting for it to detonate mm. is kind of oh, there's a bomb over there. I should kind of go away from it. It's like a big flag. Mm. But if you shoot it and to explode it, and the shot there is already hard to do. So you kind of deserve yeah. to get killed, and yeah. if you're mm-hmm. getting hit by the grenade or the dynamite, you're kind of out of position. So it's kind of your fault to be in that scenario. That's how that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. In other words, get good, <laughs> avoid the dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So what I was saying, yeah, uh, we we do that too. So everything will be in the show notes there to check it out and if you would like to support the show you can do so at patreon.com slash mbs show with your support you get a week's early access to the review and discussion podcast exclusive and deleted content and a huge thank you from me talking about the thank yous I'd like to thank myself like Amy Charles tonight Tristan Starstream Lurker Cat and also Jeffrey thank you so much guys for your awesome support you're great so anyway I have been Norman Sanzo and I've been Charlie. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the BS Show. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Music.